Welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Hi, and welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. Hope you're keeping safe and managing through your people to get the results you're judged on. Please, if you can do me a massive favour and rate the Manager Matt podcast show wherever you get your podcasts. It helps others find the cast and hopefully improves their leadership skills. And we're all about giving on this show. And as always, don't forget to drop me a line on whatever you want to engage on. I love feedback on the show. You can get me at managermattpodcast at gmail.com. So, without any more delay, let's get on with this week's show. Workers' morale. How do you improve the morale of your workplace? How do you unlock the potential of the teams? And in this changing labour market, how do we attract and retain the best skilled team we can? I'm going to tell you a little story now and see if it resonates with yourself. So, you're a leader of a group. You are motivated, you're hungry at work. You want to drive results. You seem to be set up for success. But you don't get the team below you on board. Recruitment is hard. The people are leaving at an alarming rate. What's gone wrong? You feel a person who connects to people. So you start to dig in with your directs. You ask them, why are people leaving us? Why are we not attracting the talent? You hear the normal manager's answers. You can't get the people these days. They don't want to work in factories. They want to work somewhere else. It's just the people. The millenniums are lazy. The exes are lazy. Nobody wants to work anymore. No one wants to come here. You just don't make them like they used to. But you're not the type of person who takes that as a definite answer. You know there is more to it. You know that there's good people out there and you know you've got a good company. So you go and ask at the coffee machine. What a great place to start to ask. And that's where you hear the shocking news. The morale in this place is crap, one of them says. And I can't wait to leave. Whoa, what a wrecking ball moment in your reality. But this might not be nice. This might be an isolated incident. Someone might have an axe to, an axe to grind. So, you walk to the smoking shed. That's always the best place to find things out. When you ask someone there, you get a more blunt answer about morale this time. Morale is shite. Yep, they say it right to your face. And it's worse than it's ever been. And I've been here years. Whoa, shell shock moment. You go to your office and sit down and think, what do I do now? What's next? You know that a motivated workforce is the best and you know a happy workforce will get you the results you need. But what can you do? Now, I know this is a bit of a story, but I'm sure that you've heard or saw those kind of things happening in your own organisation. You know that sometimes morale can be very subjective. And people can say they're down and not interested and have worked there 30 years and do a great job. So, as this is Manager Matt and not the storytelling story place, let's give you some actionable points to work around morale. First, you expect that there will be a problem. So what are you going to do to fix it? So first what I'm saying is, if you expect there's a problem, you need to go out and find out what it is. And remember, just because it's you who's hearing this message doesn't mean it's always going to be you to fix it. And the second point is, you sometimes can't fix morale on your own. In fact, you're always going to need more people. Morale is a feeling, a sense. It can be influenced by 
the managers around them, it can be influenced around the traditions that people have on the site, it can be affected by small changes. Let's face it, COVID has been huge in the world and that has affected morale. The way people have had to work has changed and the fact that people haven't got the interactions have changed and that can also affect people all the way down the organisations. And what people really stop at this point is they start to think, I can fix it. Managers think they can go out and it's fixable. I'm not saying it isn't fixable. I wouldn't be doing the cast if I didn't think it was fixable. But the problem is you need to stop and start to think, what can we try and do to affect the morale? But it's not just you on your own. You need to get the people on board around you to understand the problem and then to face into what you can do. So being a practical kind of person, you need to form a team. You need to try to pull together a team that can address these issues and to give them some sort of term of reference. But what you do not need to at this point is fill this team with managers. Don't get every single office person and every single manager talking about morale because you're only going to get one viewpoint. You need a wider lens. You need a number of people with different, diverse experiences and backgrounds from all the levels to come and engage on what morale is. Because you can't fix it on your own. You can only fix it with a team. And if you don't really know what the problems are because you're only looking through your worldview, you're not going to fix it anyway. So get the team to come together with their views. And they need to be unfiltered and raw. And this is very hard to take. You're going to have to sometimes bite your lip, not jump into problem fixing mode. Actually just sit and absorb what the guys are saying. And even though you might think in the back of your mind using your values and your worldview that this is wrong, it's real to them. So be open to it. You need to take it on the chin. You need to record and capture it. So get enough people around you to be able to capture what the guys are saying and not to answer it that time just capture it make it clear what you're trying to do but capture the ideas and then obviously being a guy like myself I would then create a mind map so be creative with that mind map get it out there get it visual put it on a big board that everyone can see and get others to come around and put their points on there get them to write down what they think because you again you're only interpreting what the guys just think get them to come and look at your mind map and go what do you see can you add to us Expect the point of money to come up. It always does. But don't let you stop you there. If there's a problem with money, you need to address it. If you're so far out of the local economy and you're losing staff, then you might have to look at giving an increase. That's life. But if you're not, just think, right, okay, let's look deeper. What are the deeper motivators and demotivators? Let's face it, most corporate people talk about gym memberships, which is fine for a nine-to-five environment. That might be a motivator for some. But, let's face it, if you're doing a 12-hour manual job, do you really want to then go to the gym before or after work? I'd probably argue not. So what else is motivating them? What else is out there that can make a difference to them? Small things. Look for the small things. Some Look for those small wins. Sometimes, you know, the, the actual demovers can be things like the break times, the amount of time they get for the break, the actual type of coffee in the break room. Is it too hot or too cold where they work? Is the food and drink too expensive in the vending machines? And people get thanked. Basic things like, are they being thanked enough? Without thinking about spending thousands and thousands of pounds, are your leaders trained enough to be able to thank people for a good job? So things like that you need to look at. So just don't jump to the automatic things that everyone will want, gym membership and discounts at Costa. That sometimes is not what you're going to get. And this is where it starts to build. So you've got your team around you who are from all different areas and you made it clear to them that you're not going to fix this problem on your own. You need them to fix it. 
So you need the team to be part of that solution and you need them to go out and spread the word of what you're doing. You need them to become the positive advocates of what you're trying to do. And of course, do what you say you're going to do. Don't overcommit. You can't give a pay rise to everyone in the factory. If you want to give everyone £10,000 a year more, you're probably not going to have a business next week. So let's be realistic what we're going to do. And let the team be part of that solution and move from this idea of a leader subordinate to a more adult and adult conversation. And of course, main thing with everything is go and see. Go check. Walk in their shoes. Do some time in the shop floor or on the um, on the sales floor or in your um, sales centres and spend time with the guys and girls and make sure that they appreciate the fact that you want to make them changes for you. So that's some actions to improve morale. But be warned, unlike other KPIs, morale is a very hard thing to measure. It's very individual to people. You might think you've communicated, 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 and people still say, no one's communicated to us, no one's communicated to us. And it is very difficult because people see morale as very personal and it can be quite difficult to start to turn that around. But if you start to get your team together, you get all those people at different levels, you look at the small stuff, get those over the line, and then work on the bigger stuff and keep people informed throughout whatever process that might be better, you'll start to see some benefits in morale. And of course, when you see benefits in morale, you'll see benefits in performance, retention, and attracting new talent to your business. Well, thanks for listening to this week's show. And as always, I'm really keen to hear your feedback on what you've heard. So, good, bad, indifference, please drop me a line to managermatpodcast at gmail.com. Answer all the emails you send me and would love to engage on new topics or revisit some of the old ones I've gone through. And there's also the New Look website, which is www.managermat.co.uk. And that's got some more information in there. Well, that's it for me this week. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this Manager Matt podcast. We hope you found it interesting, helpful and actionable. One last thing, please leave a quick review on iTunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of Manager Matt. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast and if you did like anything in particular, send an email to managermattpodcast at gmail.com or visit managermatt.co.uk for more content. Feedback is a gift. So let's keep giving. See you next week.